welcome to my podcast which is all about changing your business and money reality this is your master money coach dr gaurav dekha and you are money hello my friends how have you been welcome to the 14th episode of you are money and this episode is called time management is pain management so i want to start this episode with the fact that i had to make a lot of hard decisions in my business the last few weeks now they were really challenging for example i had to you know take a lot of work in my hand i also had to let go of a few staff you know some of our team members had to go and we had to let them go because we weren't getting the results that we were seeking and whenever something like this happens you know your personal life or your emotional landscape is not devoid of those decisions impacting you they do impact you you know decisions in your professional life does impact your personal life you do feel different feelings of anxiety feelings of stress feelings of indecision sometimes helplessness all of these emotions show up and for me most of these were basically about questions like you know i haven't done certain things in my business will i be able to do them because i don't like doing them for example um will i have enough time to write emails every week the marketing emails that i send out to people to my email list right or uh can i post on social media and still manage to have the time to write the curriculums of ataps and uh, record the videos for ataps that i'm doing module wise module 1 module 2 module 3 till module 5 and along with that i have to make business and entrepreneurial decisions like getting ready for the of the, getting ready of the invoices checking our payment portals making sure that the website is being developed right now and the smallest of things like you know checking fonts picture aesthetics all of that and that can definitely definitely get overwhelming and then sometimes we may not be able to make time for our personal lives for example spending time with my partner having dinner together at 9 pm calling up my mother which i do every single day to making sure that i'm eating the right amount of calories and checking that i don't fall into the trap of unhealthy eating or unhealthy coping mechanism just because i'm having an emotional overwhelm just because there are emotions which are difficult to process because i have to jump from one job to the other from one work to the other i'm writing the email the next thing that i have to do is go and write a post for social media and then i have to plan my next day the reel that i'm going to make or the video that i'm going to make and then i have to write the curriculum for different modules in eight apps so a lot of stuff you know your brain 
is basically moving through different transitions. And that's, these are difficult um, business decisions. These are difficult transitions on a day-to-day -day level, but then you have to do them so that you can create a greater result of your business that you seek. For me, it was the same. I was willing to do them because I knew what is the result that I want to create. What's the goal that I have for my business? And so it happened that the first week was, of course, difficult. I really felt scatterheaded. It was like my energy going in every possible direction. I didn't know what to approach, what to pick up first. You know, everything felt so overwhelming. I felt that my neurons were bursting in every possible direction. And that was compounded by this feeling that ATEPS is approaching. We are beginning our business coaching program, ATEPS, from 1st of October. And we have to figure out everything before the program begins. Figuring out the best learning portal and where our members can have access to all the videos, down, you know, upload the worksheets, have the videos edited, all of that. It was compounded because of these upcoming events which were scheduled and quite tightly scheduled. And then I kept doing, I kept feeling scattered, kept moving around, trying to do as much as I could. However, I didn't give up my nighttime routine of um, reading books. I love reading books at night. They really help me to go to sleep. So I was reading this book by Nir Eyal. Um, it's called Indistractable. Now, Nereal happens to be um, an Israeli author, and he's very, very well known for his book called Hooked, How to Build Habit-Forming Products. And I was not reading that, by the way. I was reading the book called Indestructible. And while reading Indestructible, um, there was a chapter called Time Management is Pain Management. And it sort of struck something within me. You know, I was a little taken aback. Even though I knew about things that he was talking about, these came to me as fresh, you know, bursts of realizations. And I can say that that chapter, time management is pain management, that chapter sort of changed my life in a way. And this chapter reminded me of something I myself teach my students that the only difference, the only difference between what we want to do and what we don't feel like doing. For example, it's 9 p.m. I want to retire. Even though I didn't, I might not have done many things during the day, I just don't want to do something at 9 p.m. But then I do have to record my videos. So I know that from 9 to 9.30, if I record my video, I am done. And then, of course, I can go to rest. But I don't want to do that. 
So the only difference between me doing that at 9 p.m. and not feeling like doing that at 9 p.m. is a feeling, is the discomfort that I will feel if I do that thing at 9 p.m. This is what I teach my students inside ATEPS, that the only difference between what we do versus what we don't do is actually a feeling. And 100 out of 100 times, that feeling is a feeling of discomfort. It's a feeling of pain. For example, in my case, there were things that I never, ever wanted to do. So I delegated them without even looking at them, what these work were all about. Like I never liked doing them because just the thought of them made me feel paralyzed. Sometimes it brought up a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, almost a knot in my tummy. For example, you know, operating a mailing database system. Then there were tech-related stuff, technology-related stuff, like figuring out a website and how the buttons are going to work, how the links are going to work, figuring out which learning portal to use, the uh, nitty-gritties of digital marketing, maintaining spreadsheets you know, of the databases, reading about how investment work and market trends work, and I didn't enjoy writing marketing emails, by the way, in the beginning. And also another thing that I didn't quite like was making PPTs. And also making calls to people for all the pending amounts that they owed to me or to the company. These were things that I not only disliked doing, but I also could not create space inside me to even look at them as potential tasks that I would want to do some, someday or I would need to do someday, right? So what I'm trying to say is all of these brought a lot of pain. When I thought about doing these tasks, they just filled me up with a lot of discomfort. I wanted to just look away. I didn't even want to deal with them. I didn't want to find out. I would say, okay, this is your job. It's given to you, to whoever I would delegate it. And I don't want to know about it. I just, you know, you, you just get the work done and that's it. And I didn't take interest because I thought that I just did not have the capacity, the mental capacity to invest my time, invest my energy into these things because the thought of them, the imagination of them brought so much of pain and so much of discomfort. And when I actually tried doing them, when I, there were times when I felt that, okay, fine, let me just go and try and learn. Let me just go and try, you know, figuring out how a website works, how to look at the email database and all of that, all the technical parts of my work, by the way. But then I would be haunted by thoughts like, well, if I do this, I'm going to lose my freedom. 
I'm going to lose my creative freedom if I do all of these manual tasks. Why should I do these things that I can just delegate? You know, why should I even do? Why should I even try? Why should I even try to look at? And then I would tell myself, oh, these tasks are not aligned to my expertise or to my qualifications. So if something is not aligned, then maybe I should just drop it. Maybe I should just not try it. Then there were thoughts like, you know, I can accomplish so much more if I didn't have to do these tasks that are somehow lowly. So I had all these kinds of thoughts about tasks that I wanted to delegate and I didn't want to look at, didn't want to address, didn't want to know about anything. And today I realize, because I teach my students, I realize that these are what we call as thought errors, right? These were errors in the way I thought about things that need to be done that would eventually actually help me make my business, you know, more streamlined, reach out to more people, sign up more clients, um, have more and more people uh, coming into coming and doing the work with me. Basically, it would enhance my business. And I was just not willing to look at them. And then I realized that when I have these kind of thoughts, errors in my thinking, I'm filled with feelings of anger, feelings of anguish, feelings of resentment that why do I have to do this work? It's not my job. Why can't I just delegate it? And then trying so hard to do them and feeling that I can't do them because I'm not made for these kind of work. My nervous system is not made for those kind of stuff. And it would fill me with a lot of defeat and overwhelm. And because these are the feelings that I would have as a result of thinking in that erroneous way, my actions would be, you know, feeling half-hearted, not doing the work with the full curiosity, full excitement. And there would always be an imaginary tiredness, an imaginary exhaustion and loss of joy in my work. So when I was reading Nir Eyal's book, you know, certain times you don't have to go through a healing process to change something about your life, truly. The entire healing can happen in a matter of seconds. Sometimes a shift can just happen inside you, inside your body. And there's a switch basically that goes into your nervous system and, you know, the bulb starts shining. That's what happened to me in the middle of the night when I was reading Niriyal's book. And then when he said, time management is pain management. And the realization that I had that the only difference between things we do and things we don't want to do is the feeling. And that feeling is the pain of doing that work. For me, it's the pain of writing those emails. 
for me it's the pain of going through an YouTube video which would teach me how to build a website. For me, it's the pain of, you know, calling up people that I don't want to call and engaging in conversations that I don't want to engage. For me, it's the pain of going through those spreadsheets, squinting my eyeballs and looking at them and calculating what I need to calculate. It's that pain. And what shifted for me that night was I was willing to feel the pain. I could tell myself that now I'm willing to feel the pain. Because as a trauma therapist, I have learned and I have known and I have taught that when you allow yourself to feel the feeling, you then begin processing that feeling. Whether it's a feeling of anger, whether it's a feeling of anguish, whether it's anxiety, whether it's fear, whether it's, you know, discomfort. When we sit with the feeling and when we have a willingness to feel that feeling, it moves through the body. Literally, it moves through the body. And it keeps going and going and going. And when you are feeling more and more, you are able to go to the end of that feeling. When I do trauma work, I tell people, allow yourself to feel it go through it move through this feeling go to the very end of this feeling some of my clients tell me Gaurav what do you mean by move through this feeling go through this feeling go to the very end of it and I say that I cannot rationalize that for you because it's not a rational process of moving through the feeling as you allow yourself to keep feeling the anxiety, the discomfort, the pain, the anguish, the frustration, there comes a time when that feeling like a vibration that begins in your body, like a sensation that begins in your body, also ends in your body. It reaches an end. Every feeling is like a wave. It goes up and then it goes down, right? So the feeling here is the feeling of pain, the feeling of frustration, the feeling of irritation. And I was willing to feel that pain while I decided to do things that I wouldn't do, that I would discount that I would drop telling myself that these are things that are not made for me. My nervous system is not equipped to handle these things. I cannot learn them because, you know, I never had the uh, guidance or mentorship or experience in them. Or these are lowly tasks, these are menial tasks, these are not made for me, or I'm going to lose my creative freedom. I stopped giving myself those reasons because those reasons were errors in my thinking, which were creating feelings which would not let me move towards the goal that I want to have with my business. So what I did in the next few days completely changed the way I work with time. My relationship with time was transforming now. 
So while I kept doing everything that I did while allowing myself to feel that pain without using any distraction, you know, without um, going into the next WhatsApp message and trying to scroll through Instagram just because I'm feeling a little agitated or I'm transitioning from making a video to writing an article to writing an email and then going and editing the video when I'm transitioning from one form of work to the other, that I'm, I'm looking at my impulses to distract myself. Let's go and check the next notification. Let's go and see how many views are on my YouTube video. Let's go and see how many people have commented on my post in LinkedIn. I stopped doing that. I even stopped making unnecessary calls or responding to unnecessary WhatsApp texts. All of that can wait. If I allow myself at this moment to feel the pain and still do the work that needs to be done. And what became really clear to me while doing that, when I did not give into this distraction, when I understood that my distraction was caused by the pain that I was feeling and my desire to somehow ameliorate the pain by distracting myself, by removing that pain, by going and doing something else to bring in some form, some strange form of instant gratification. I stopped doing that. And when I did that, what became clear to me was the fact that all of these tasks and work that we think are unachievable, that we think are you know, the cause of our frustration. These are irritating tasks. These are menial tasks. All of these things that we tell ourselves. All tasks are always larger and greater and heavier in our head than they truly are. In the beginning, I would tell myself, oh, today I have to write three emails, which means my entire evening is gone. I will not be able to write that chapter of my book that I want to write because all my time is going to go in writing these emails. And then I would sink into that feeling of distress and anger and frustration. But when I was willing to feel the pain, something changed. I would spend 15 plus 15 plus 15, 45 minutes in writing my three emails. The next 15 minutes, I would just rest and drink some juice or water and nibble on a snack. And then after those 15 minutes, I'm back at my desk writing the chapter that I want to write. And even though, again, I had told myself that I'm going to take four hours to write these, this chapter, I, when I actually sat down to write it, it took me two hours. And this I observed in every single thing. That the call that I would assume, you know, I have to make this call, I have to make this call. And this call is going to take me 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., which means a large chunk of my day's time is lost. But then... I would make the call and I would answer the questions, whatever the person has, 
And by the time I would finish my call, it would be 2.15. And I can be straight at my desk again, doing what is there to do, what I want to do. So what I want to tell all of you, and what I want you to examine by allowing yourself to feel the pain of doing things that you need to do for your business to progress and move ahead is the task and the work is always larger in your head than they truly are. They always occupy more space in our head and we make them big because of our imaginary resistance so that we can naturally shun them away, discount them, not do them. It is our resistance which makes them truly large, sometimes monstrous. And as I said, when I started doing them, when I started maintaining the email database that I, would th that I thought would take me the entire day to do, when I started doing tech-related stuff, when I started learning about digital marketing, when I started writing the emails, when I started making the PPTs, I got to know that this stuff didn't take as much time as I had imagined. So more than the real time that is outside my body, time existed inside my body. And for me to work through everything that I had to work through in that time, I had to manage my mind. I had to manage the pain that I felt when I told myself that these are things that I don't want to do because they are going to take away a lot of time and then I will not have the time to do things that I want to do. All these kinds of reasons which truly doesn't make sense. By that, I'm not saying that you should not delegate work. I still delegate work to some of my team members. But then now, everything that I delegate, I know how much time it takes, what are the steps involved, and how does the process look like? Which means that I can help my team members even better. I can show them how it works. I can mentor. I can also supervise. I can also examine and evaluate the process that they are doing. And when I was willing to learn more and more, every passing day, in the beginning, it was difficult. In the beginning, recording the videos or writing emails, they took more time. But as time passed and my nervous system developed more and more capacity, built more and more capacity, to allow these tasks to become a part of my day-to-day -day life, I became faster. I became more efficient. And most importantly, I also became more curious. I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn more about these things that I never, ever wanted to touch. So from that pain, I actually became curious right? I actually became curious. I wanted to know more, learn more, apply more of those things that at one point of time, I just did not want to touch. And when all of these started falling into place, I was listening 
to a podcast by Lauren Cash. And I started doing something that she taught in that podcast. I started writing down every single thing that I needed to do in the entire week. For example, I would sit on, on a Sunday. Sundays, I don't work. Sundays, I just wake up in the morning. I go out for a lovely breakfast with my partner. And I just while my day watching Netflix, listening to a lot of podcasts, sometimes reading, completing a book fully sometimes because I have nothing to do, but I just don't touch work at all. So what I do on Sundays now, now what I do is I, you know, take out sheets of paper and I, and I write down everything in that week, Monday to Saturday, that I need to do. For example, let's say Monday 10 a.m., I, I'm recording the videos. And then at 11.30, I'm done with cooking my lunch. And by 12, I finish writing my blog. And at 1, you know, I write the show notes of the podcast. And at 1.30, you know, I'm done with lunch. And at 1.45, I, I go for intentional resting because resting is going to help my nervous system, you know, um, find that rejuvenation. And by 2.45, I'm at the gym. So I write down everything throughout for the whole week that I need to do. And when I started doing this initially, believe me, I felt so much of pain. <laughs> I felt enormous amount of pain. I felt that I was making myself a captive. I was imprisoning myself. That's, that's how I felt in the beginning. But then I told myself that, listen, this is not a to-do list. This is not a to-do list because it is not task-based. It's not because these tasks need to be accomplished and then, then I'm gonna feel productive. No, this is result-based. Every week, every month, I know what is the result I desire from my business. I have awareness of that. I ask myself, I question and do inquiry of my own thoughts. Therefore, I'm aware. And all of these different tasks that I'm writing them down because I'm willing to feel the pain is going to take me towards that result. And I could do this because I was ready and I was able to feel my feelings. So I could move from one task to the other without distractions, without notifications stealing my attention without phone calls, taking away my focus, without emails and messages, taking away what I wanted to create in that moment, in that time. All of this was possible. It, it didn't happen in a day. So I'm not gonna suggest you to do it in a day. I don't even want you to do it. I'm just making you aware that this is a possibility. It doesn't mean that you should do it. I'm showing you the possibility of feeling your feelings. I'm showing you the possibility of what happens when you are able to manage the pain that you feel when you tell yourself that I don't have the time to do this. I don't want to do this. This is not for me. That is what I want to show you.
And this is what is possible. Simply because I was ready to feel my feelings. And this is one of the most, most important aspects of coaching and healing. This is what we do inside ATEPS. In order to create the massive results that all of the people inside ATEPS are creating, they are not only creating a lot of money, the kind of contributions they are making in people's lives, the number of clients that they are seeing, every single day they are signing up more and more people, conducting and, conducting and doing programs where people come. Every single person changes when um, my coaches and my students, they conduct programs and trainings and healings. And they are able to do it in a way which is consistent, in a way where they can show up every single day because they have capacity inside their bodies and inside the nervous systems to feel the pain that they would feel when they would have to do things that they wouldn't want to do. We do, we develop these capacity inside the body and inside the nervous system through our coaching calls. That's the reason why our coaching calls are so effective because it's not just talking, it's about feeling your feelings. We also are going to have a nervous system support inside ATEPS. We are going to start in October and by December, we should be having a nervous system support which should be a series of audios and videos to help people align themselves to their nervous system and build capacity. Needless to say that we also do a ton lot of thought work, which is basically questioning the thoughts, seeing where these thoughts come from. Like I questioned my thoughts, figuring out the origin of where they come from and the kind of feelings they create. One of the things I'm going to introduce inside ATIPS is this process called emotional freedom technique, which is also called tapping. Wherein we tap different parts of our face, body, hand, and release whatever overwhelm, exhaustion, burnout we face. Again, managing the pain. So through all of these processes of self-inquiry, letting go of the pain, building capacity inside our body and in our nervous system, we will be able to change our relationship with time. Because my friends, time does not exist outside your body. Time exists inside your body, which means like the way you can become aware of your thoughts, inquire into them, change and transform them to transform your physical reality, you can also become aware of the time that lives inside you. Question and inquire into it and change the physical time that you experience outside your body. Dear friends, you have a wonderful week ahead. I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are willing to change your business and money reality, head to my free coaching community on Facebook called You Are Money. Link is in the show notes. 
and do not forget to leave a review on spotify.com or apple podcast thank you so much